Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, where the three of us sisters go matchup by matchup to help you set your lineup. Make sure to hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com and on Twitter at HerFantasyFB to chat us up, ask us your questions. Hopefully we'll answer some of those through this podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. Woohoo! We are in week 16, folks. Yep. Some, yeah. most leagues will be done after this week. Congratulations mm-hmm. in advance. I know you can do it. You can win. You can yeah, win. Yeah, it's all about winning. That's right. That's right. Dignity, really. It's the best. There's winner and then loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only one winner, people. I was a loser a couple times last week. Oh, yeah, so was I. But I'm in the championship for two. That's right. Yeah, you are. Good job. Quick update. Ashley kicked my butt two weeks in a row in our family league. Congratulations. Sure Sure did. Sure did. I mean, I would have beat everybody else handedly, but not Miss Ashley. No. She had to, you know. My team is balling. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought? Well, I'll tell you what. I have the exact same team almost with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown going in my championship game. And I, what, my number one thing I want to know, research-wise, is how many championship teams will have those two players on it? Le'Veon Bell and Antonio everyone Brown. everyone I've heard this in the champ. Yeah, at least one of them. Every team I know in the championship has Le'Veon Brown, at least one of them. But you know what sucks? It's not a good matchup for them this week. So I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm concerned. Oh, I've heard that before. Premier River, will ya? Chase. on Bell. Have you seen the other running backs? They're all like I know. Broken, broken hands, hands, broken feet. Ankles are busted. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell's standing upright, so he's my guy. Yay. To start. It's, it's bananas. This week of 16 is, hasn't started off the right way for our championships. That's for sure. So hopefully we'll help you out with some of your dying questions, whether it's your quarterback being benched or sidelined, or your <laughs> running backs breaking their hands, getting exhausted, or whatnot. Or your tight end questions, because God knows everybody has them. Let's start it off. Thursday night <laughs> game. Uh, Tennessee Titans 2-12 and 12 at the Jacksonville Jaguars 2-12. and 12. We are Oops. starting off with the game of the week, guys. The game of the game week. Of the game week. of the week. Two, two and twelve teams. I can't decide if this is going to be fantasy desert or fantasy pleasure zone. I one of two options. I know Jacksonville Jaguars defense is not bad at not all, bad. and not bad. they have been stopping quite. I agree. Quite the realm of people lately. So, um, but man, I kind of feel like this might be a little bit of a fantasy orgy. I do, I do. I, this is kind of sleeper Thursday night. I'm into it. Sometimes when teams are so bad, good things happen. Yes. Jacksonville's you know? going to win, though. I'm predicting that now. Well, with that said, I have no claim if you got them, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We started with Optimus, we're going to get real now and look at the going to be such Oof. an orgy, but don't play any. Ah, yeah. No, I got a couple of gut calls. I got Nate Washington. I, you know, I really, yeah. really... Don't want you to consider him as he is way too risky of a play in a championship game. But if you're in dire need, you know, he has been targeted a decent amount since week 11. And he has, a, you know, he's had a lot of hot, cold pattern going on. So technically it should be cold this week. But you never know. You never know. Also Delaney Walker, you know, it'll be a very dicey play 
because of the current quarterback situation there. But Walker, you know, he had a decent game with four catches for 93 yards. He seemed to play okay with Whitehurst. You know, but he is listed as questionable with a hurt knee, so you better check your injury reports as it is a short week for them playing on Thursday. Bench, any and all Titans quarterbacks, we need to discuss. This is just a, a crazy situation. So Locker is out in IR with a shoulder injury. No one really knows when slash if Zach Mettenberger will be back. Charlie Whitehurst is going to get the start for Week 16, and then they sign Jordan Palmer as his backup. It's a nightmare, which automatically downgrades everybody's value on the Titans. And then Sean Green and Bishop Sankey, as always, per week, every week, they are on your bench. But if you had to play one of them, you're playing Sean Green. He got the bulk of the yeah. workload last week, and Sankey has not been productive all you know year. So again, I am not recommending you play either. But if you have to, go green. Uh, I still I still laugh about Sankey. This is his breakout week. Breakout? Breakout week. And you know what? Three points. It'll probably be week 17. <laughs> it probably will be. When no one's playing, he's going to like go off, get like 13 points. Perfection. Um, okay, Jacksonville Jaguars. So Tennessee Titans, they give up a lot of points to running backs. I'm confused by this matchup. I don't know what to say. What I will say, though, is that the Jacksonville Jaguars' defense has been really decent. So they only got three points last week. Um, they only have one fumble recovery. But they are stopping everyone. And Tennessee, as you said, has a quarterback problem, a running back problem, a lot of problems. A lot of problems. So it's weird like that they're 2-12. and 12. It's weird. <laughs> right. As in exactly as it should be. But I think that it's, it's an interesting matchup for the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, who I think are really kind of playing with heart right now. I, I, I'm, I'm into Jacksonville in this, like, you know, better luck next year way, but I feel like this could be their game. Uh, Toby Gerhardt is in the gut calls because Tennessee gives up the third most points to running backs, and he's it, uh, really. Uh, it ended up that the Jordan Todman thing didn't really pan out. Storm Johnson was there a little bit, but still. Um, he only got 6.3 points, but he had 13 attempts, 54 yards, two targets, two receptions, nine yards receiving. And it was versus Baltimore, who gave up the fewest points to running backs. So I I think he'll fare better, and I think he'll get about 10 to 12 points. Yep. Mm. And Interesting. this week, and last week, actually, that would have put him in like the top 20, no problem. So something to think about. Marquise Lee, Ugh. okay, so with Baltimore, he, only had, he had nine targets and four receptions, but only for 14 yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So unless you're in a PPR league, I had a bad call last week. But if you are in a PPR league, I had a decent call last week. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a little, it's a... It all was, depends it on good. how you spin it. Right, all in his minute. So um, he had his arm in a sling after the game last week, and he's still favoring his shoulder. So that's actually kind of part of the issue from last week. Cecil Schwartz, on the other hand, um, had 11 targets, six receptions for 76 yards receiving. Now, once again, that was a pretty easy matchup, so... But it was his highest amount of targets on this... Or second highest, I'm sorry, of the season. And 11 targets, you just can't argue with that. So if you're really desperate, if you're playing daily, I am flagging Cecil Shorts. Same with Ellen Hearns. Nine targets, six receptions for 70 yards receiving. That's not bad. Um, yeah. They go back and forth with the number one receiver. One of them will break out. It's all about Russian roulette, people. All about Russian roulette. Um, and Scobie was huge last week with 18 points. Scobie was huge last week. Yeah. So he, it was like the Scobie show. 
Two field goals from 50 plus. Right? Good for him. Can't. Good for him. Blake Bortles, uh, another interception game. He only still has one game without an interception. <laughs> but the good news is that he's down to throwing one a game instead of two a game. So there's Yay. your update. I feel like yep. the free okay. Bortles picture would be very different on a t-shirt from what Brandon's thoughts were at the beginning of the season yeah. versus now for free Bortles. I still feel like it was the right decision. I don't disagree. I, I don't know what, what, what else they had. It's not like Chad Henney wasn't throwing them. It's just that now Blake Bortles is, and I think he is getting better as the season's gone on. Not great, but I I feel like he needs an off season where he's really focused, and and I think he'll get it done. Um, not Super Bowl necessarily, but I I feel like you know he's the right decision. Um, Mercedes Lewis, Lewis and Clay Harbor, um, they're on the team. They're on the team. <laughs> Barely. Don't start them if you're in regular leagues, guys. But if you're in daily leagues, both of these teams might be good picks. I like myself some Nate Washington this week. Yeah. For some daily. I'm not I'm not mad about that. You can get them cheap. And for the first time this year, we got some Saturday games going on, you guys. So make sure you set your lineups. Just because you don't have people playing on Thursday doesn't mean you can wait until 10 a.m. on Sunday. Set your lineups. We're going to start off with the Philadelphia Eagles, 9-5 and at the Washington Redskins, 3-11. and Yep, and so Washington gives up the absolute most points to quarterbacks, and I'm still going to put Mark Sanchez in the gut calls because he has been a disappointment big time. He's drug everyone down with him, <laughs> which is unfortunate. So last week he had six points. That's right, 252 yards and two interceptions, no touchdowns. Can't win with that, people. And also, they give up the third fewest points to running backs, which makes me nervous because LaShawn McCoy continues being in the six-point range. 16 <laughs> attempts, 64 yards, two targets, one reception, one yard receiving last week. It's rough. Oof, duh. Um, but let's, let's get to where people are really kind of looking at the meat here. Okay, they are tied, Washington, for the second most points to wide receivers. So I know that you are hesitating with my man Macklin, although he's, he's come back up a little bit. And I know that Jordan Matthews, if you're like me, got you kicked out of your championship game because he got a big fat zero points. But he did injure his knee. He came back. He's probable. But if he is playing, he is a thought against Washington. I just don't think they're going to run much. I think it's going to be a passing game. I definitely would start Macklin. Cody Parkey, you're back. Philadelphia Eagles defense, you're back. RG3's yep, back. Yep. And um, wait, are, are you implying what? that you think RG3 is going to have a turnover or two? I'm implying this that the the offense <laughs> isn't going to be running in a way that will defy the Philadelphia Eagles turnover prone defense. So they're they're very good at that. Um, I will say Chris Polk taking two touchdowns. We'll just take a moment of silence. I felt for all of you. I was losing my mind. Losing it. Yeah. Crazy. I just want to tell you, those were the only two carries he had for the whole game, and he's only (laughs) scored one other touchdown the rest of the season. So this was not bad analysis from anyone. This was not a bad play if you played him. It just happened. Moments like this make me feel like a really bad person, right? Because I scream at the TV, and I always say, why are you throwing to useless players? And then I'm like, okay, maybe they aren't useless in terms of real football. But you are useless in fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, Chris Polk? They are professional athletes. Chris Polk. Yeah, twice. 
twice. Yeah, that was the real, like, <laughs> dagger. The second time it happened, I was like, are you effing kidding me? Oh, that's yeah, so well, bad. I talk about Josh Hill later in the show, so we'll, we'll talk more about two touchdowns for random people. Mm. It was a theme last week. It was a theme. Oh, it's season 2014. It's the best, right, you guys? It's the best. That's why the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. I told you. I told you. He's in their way in right now this week. It's saying it. Craziest hero. Colts Cowboys. So are we on to the Redskins? The time to talk about Let's them? Move on to the Redskins. Redskins, Redskins. Moving on. All right, guys. It's like the theme. I don't I think they were just in a nasty mood today. I'm not entirely sure. But I'm just basically not playing anybody. Sure. Um yeah, me neither. Literally, I was like, I what if I choose <laughs> I to withhold all of my players and just say no one's playing? That's right. I mean, it's funny because literally on half my teams under playing I've gone like none. None. There's no one to play. But you're not playing with the Redskins for obvious reasons. But we'll get to our gut calls. Deshaun Jackson. The only reason the Jackson's even in the gut call section and not on the bench is because the Eagles are really that bad at defending wideouts. They give up the third most points. And the problem is that RG3 is the quarterback again with McCoy McCoy injury. And, you know, they were only able to connect for two of six targets for a whopping nine yards, ladies. Nine yards. Is Kirk Cousins on IR? I don't know. I don't know what Kirk Cousins has done to upset people in that organization. Seriously. But something. I mean, come on. I be. I would not trust my championship game to this duo. Seriously. No way. There's no way. Alfred Morris. I've also got on my gut call section because Morris suffered a minor groin injury last week, but wasn't listed on the injury report as of this afternoon. This morning he was considered questionable. Mm. This afternoon he is no longer questionable. So to me, that's a pretty vast improvement for the fact that he's able to come into practice on Wednesday and not even be listed on their injury report. With that said, he only rushed for 49 yards off 14 touches, which is not great. And he has had three bad weeks in a row now. So while this matchup is pretty good this week... I think you should still see if you have a better option that's a bit of a hotter hand at the moment, to be honest with you. I don't hate Morris, but I don't feel incredibly confident in your championship game with Alfred Morris this week. With that said, Chris Thompson, because Morris is hurt and, you know, no one is entirely quite sure if he's going to be used fully or if he's going to be used in a limited role or what's going on. Again, I think he's probably fine. Uh, but Chris Thompson could be an interesting handcuff kind of situation. So Gruden has said that he wants to get this kid involved in a few plays each game, and he was able to score a touchdown last week. So if you are desperate and have you know no one that you could pick up, you know you could probably pick this guy up. It's a possibility. Silas Red again. If you are in all sorts of crazy desperate, he's been taking on the Roy Hallou role uh, with him out. But definitely check to see if Hulu is coming back. And if he's playing, if he is, don't even think about Red. If he isn't, again, he's just purely a change of pace kind of guy. But he's somebody that if you are really desperate, you wouldn't zero out with him more than likely. Bench, Jordan Reed. Not only did Reed only catch three passes for 13 yards last week, but he missed practice on Wednesday for a reason that's been undisclosed, by the way. It has not been clarified, which is a little bit dicey. And the fact that the Eagles are the fourth best team in the league at stopping tight ends is more than enough reason for you to not want to deal with this mess. Same goes for Niles Paul. Yeah. And Pierre Garçon, because I have to mention him much like Bishop Sankey. Come on, now. You know better. Come on. You know better. You. You guys. You. You guys. San Diego Chargers, 8-6. The San Francisco 49ers, 7-7. Seven Ooh, 
So this mm. is this is a fantasy wasteland. Yeah. Goodbye, fantasy points. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were fun what? mid-season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Le- bye-bye. Le- bye-bye. Goodbye. Keenan Allen is out for the rest of the season with a broken collarbone. Let's start with that, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. Then we're going to follow it up with San Francisco still has a great defense, although their offense is one of the most dysfunctional things I've seen in my lifetime. Their defense still playing lights out, except for Mr. McDonald. I don't know if you guys heard this. Um, I did. I saw this. Did you call him a charmer? Defensive tackle (laughs) Ray McDonald was, was released today because he has been accused of sexual assault. And this is also the guy who was accused of domestic violence, if you remember correctly, his, when all this Ray Rice stuff was going down. With his fiance, I'd like to add. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so in um, their general manager's words, quote, this is about a pattern of poor behavior. We expect a lot from our players. Hold them accountable for their actions. Slash, we're pretty sure this isn't going to work out well. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Goodell all over me for this. So even though um, their defense is great, and, I, and I'm telling you to really beware of the San Diego Chargers offense, it's, that, that did happen. However, you are playing Antonio Gates. Why? Because tight ends are terrible, theme two of 2014 season. But last week he caught, you know, six passes out of seven for 54 yards and a touchdown. Hey. That is miracle tight end behavior. So No joke. Good for that. No joke. Yeah, so they give up, um, San Francisco gives up the 11th fewest uh, yards to running backs. However, they've been giving up more because their offense is so terrible. But uh, last week, Ryan Matthews was uh, out, ankle. Now, he may be back, he may not. It's a little weird. Brandon Oliver last week, only 7 points. Donald Brown, only 5.6 points. I don't like any of these guys, but it's really thin. So check the injury report, and if you want to, Roll on a charger, roll a dice, I guess, if you're in a bad DeMarco Murray situation and he doesn't play. Um, Malcolm Floyd, though. Um, so last week he was bad. He caught three receptions for 34 yards. But they have to do something, and he's the only guy left. So he and, and Eddie Royal, there it is. However, Nick Novak, I think he's going to get some work. So we haven't been gut calls, but I think he's borderline a starter because otherwise they're not going to score any points. And the Chargers' defense is mediocre because, meh, you know. And on the bench, I'm putting Phillip Rivers there. Oh, you have to. So bad. So, so bad. much for the Rivers in December optimism. Bad. bad. He has, he's only been over 300 yards passing in one game since October 19th. Yeah, you heard that. Said five interceptions in the last four weeks. Oh. Math does not go in your favor. And Ladarius Green should be back, but you shouldn't play him. As far as the 49ers are concerned, um, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, Jim Harbaugh was made a mad offer by the University of Michigan that would make him the highest paid coach in college football. And he would make $48 million over six seasons. And you would say, but Brandon, isn't this week 16 and there's still games to be played? <laughs> And the answer is, yeah, there is. And that's why this team's on autopilot. Auto. Pilot. For sure. Plymouth got him. None. Got calls. None, really. Because Carlos Hyde is 
probably out with an ankle. There's some weird conflicting reports, but I think it's supposedly not likely. Frank Gore still hasn't passed concussion protocol. Uh, they are supposedly going to be leaning on offense with Smith. I want nothing to do with that. And then they picked up Philip Tanner. Nice. Uh, I want nothing to do with that. I also want nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. We've been over this. He got a whole ton- 10 points. Although that was better than Aaron Rodgers, so congratulations, Colin Kaepernick. That's the only time I'll say that. And San Francisco defense, I still think that they're decent. Philip Do- Phil Dawson, decent. That's right, I'm talking about the kickers in the defense because there's nothing else to talk about. Michael Crabtree is also probable with a knee. And uh, I almost didn't even rank Vernon Davis. Two targets, zero receptions last week. I, I heard a congratulation, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, because he had more points than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I know, but, I mean, really? The bars was low. The bar was low <laughs> We're really excited about his little accomplishments, yeah. Ashley. Come on, give the man but a But you know what? I actually the bar was real low. Like, real low. I heard Trent Dilfer talking about Colin Kaepernick, and it was really sad. He was like, you know, I feel like he, you know, I met him in college. He had this great attitude. He was a great guy, and, like, you know, just all the intangibles, everything you could ever want in a quarterback. I just love this kid, and now you can just tell that he's just depressed. Like, the game has gotten to him. He's just not the same guy. He's not playing the same. It's just, and I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I have not lost all hope for Colin Kaepernick. I just have for this season. I want to make that clear. I won't say that about Johnny Football, but we're going to say that about Colin Kaepernick. I have hope. I'm not sure I can say that I haven't. I mean, I guess I never really had hope for Colin Kaepernick. Maybe that's why I don't feel like my hope is waning. Because I never liked him. I'm just saying, we're talking about Charlie Whitehurst. You know, like, (laughs) quarterbacks are so much thinner than we think. We're talking about Ryan Lindley, Charlie Whitehurst. There's so many Tom Savage quarterbacks that we have no interest in. That at a certain point, we have to be like, well, this is that, going to be the game of the kickers. That's what I'm going to say. The game of the kickers. I agree. Start both kickers, you guys. They're going to get more fantasy points than anybody else on either team. That's my prediction. Absolutely. Sunday morning games, we have the Minnesota Vikings 6-8 and eight at the Miami Dolphins 7-7. Seven and seven. Ooh, these defenses are going to eat each other up. I'm, yeah, I'm excited like for it. this defensive matchup, right? This is going to be Me too. Fun. Yeah. Me too. Too. It's very exciting. I'm into it. I love the Vikings this ha- last half of the season. Um, Charles Johnson, he's really stepped it up. I mean, he only had seven fantasy points last week with, with seven targets, but he's clearly the main guy in Minnesota. He's a great wide receiver three flex option. Matt Asiata, he too is clearly the number one guy in the backfield, which finally we're there. We can say that in the in the, <laughs> in the Vikings world after they got thrown a curveball with it. Adrian Peterson at the beginning of the season. Adrian um, Peterson, Ben Tate. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just been crazy. But you know, in PPR, you guys, he had seven receptions. Matt Asiata, oh, that is just crazy. Beautiful. A total of eighty-seven yards and a touchdown to that. I mean, that is money. So if you're talking about your own running back problems here, you don't know what's going on with Demarco or or what have you. Um, you're still holding on to Maurice Jones, too, for God knows what reason. Drop him. Guys, this is week 16. You don't need to keep those people on your rosters that might have a good matchup, okay? This is yeah. it. This is yeah. your matchup. That's true. Drop, this drop is the people it. on your bench. This is it. This one, if you have next week, too, great. Do it, people. Matt it's like, it's like the people up. that have held on to Toby Gerhardt all season long and have yet to play him. And they're like, well, I don't know. I don't know, maybe. That's right. 
No. Let's do it. This might be the one week to play them, though. That's actually... That, that, that is true. It's, it's, it's legit. This it might, it might be the week for Toby Gerhardt. But still, I so wouldn't trust funny. my championship to Toby Gerhardt. No way. No. No way. No. Well, I was... You're, I was on, you're not uh, in the championship if you've got Toby Gerhardt. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was um, I was on SiriusXM on Friday, and I was talking about Larry Fitzgerald. It was after the Thursday night game, and I said, you can drop him. And he was like... What? what? I was like, he's playing at Seattle next week, and it's the championship. You're not going to play him. him. And if someone else wants to pick him up and play him against you, I guess that's their own problem. But you don't need him. So right. pick up someone you might actually need. Like, get a, get a backup for these, like, running backs that are dropping like flies. There are just certain people you don't need anymore. It's not that I think Larry Fitzgerald's a bad player. He was like, whoa, 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 that's crazy. That you're saying. I was like, no, no, no. I'm just saying you're not going to play him at Seattle if you're in the championship. There's Absolutely not. It's time it's to time. move on. It's, it's game time, yeah. people. It's game time. Love gut it. calls. Kyle Rudolph. Why? Because he's a tight end and they're all gut calls. <laughs> but he did have a high in receptions with seven uh, for 69 yards. He's still dealing with that sports hernia, you guys. I mean, it's clear. Even he says he's not 100%. Miami gives up the fifth fewest fantasy points to tight ends. It's not my favorite play, but I guess you could do worse. Mm. Minnesota Vikings defense. Um, yeah, I mean, I love both of these defenses. I think, think, excuse me, I think that both teams are going to score. I just think that both defenses are going to get turnovers. So I still like the Vikings. And uh, you know what, Greg, Je- Greg Jennings, you guys, has found the end zone three times in the last four weeks. Yeah, that This is real numbers, people. So Bridgewater is getting into the groove. He is getting into it. He's still on my bench. I was like, I was like what kind of groove like are you talking about, Charles Courtney, with Greg. Bridgewater here? Well, he's still on the bench. He's still on the bench. You're thinking 2015 groove? Yeah, I am. And just words, kickers do matter. Blair Walsh, you guys, I've got him on the bench. If you're going to stream a kicker, I wouldn't stream him. Um, this is not his week. This is not a great matchup. He had two fantasy points the week before against Detroit. And, you know, I'm not into it. No. Don't do it. Not into Blair Walsh. No. Everybody was great. Blair Walsh was great. And he still probably is. It's just that this offense is going through such a brand transformation, shall we say, that uh, brand brand (laughs) transformation. That was the best corporate talk I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. They don't quite have the center, the synergy Courtney wants in this brand transition. They need a total. They need a total team effort, and uh, they're leaving Blair out of the total team. So I will okay. say, whenever I hear Blair back. Walsh, I always think nine hundred two one zero with Brandon Walsh, right? I do. I do. Yes, I, do. I immediately time. do you not. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anyone with a B for their first name <laughs> and Walsh. 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 Nine hundred two one zero. Right. Like Brenda Walsh. Brenda Brandon. and Brandon. All right. right. Back on track. Don't they dated? Which is a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> they they dated I know Actually, I know I'm just saying they dated while they're on the dolphins. show it's creepy their brother and sister moving on to the dolphins it's gonna shock you guys this is now three teams in a row that I have absolutely no one in my playmate for Gottams no one no one I now I, I will say it's a little bit rough as I said I don't want to play anyone this week I'm done, <laughs> no, I'm done with fantasy but this week. I, I did so start I know there. I did start with the Titans the Redskins and the Dolphins so I promise you I am going to tell you to play some people at some point in time it's just not this time my gut call is Ryan Tannehill so Tannehill is the 10th highest scoring quarterback in the league thus far this year so you would think that you should play him well I am not so sure that is the case he's cooled off a bit the last three games guys 
He's only been averaging 12, a lot. 12 points the last three games. And 12 points is not likely going to help you in your championship. So if you have another option, use it. It's not a great matchup for him this week as well because the Vikings give up the 10th fewest points to opposing quarterbacks. Like Courtney said, the, Dol- the Vikings have really stepped up their game. So I don't love this for Tannehill. I know. I'm sorry in case you have him. Maybe look elsewhere. Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller of old has been popping up recently. And by that, I mean the guy I've spent seasons hating. Yeah. Sad. I know. Not quite. It's not so sad. I've leaned at him so hard. <sighs> it's not quite that bad. But he's only scored double-digit points since week 10 once. And he's only been averaging 6.6 points during that time frame. So... That might be enough for you, but he should only be thought of for a flex role in a deep league. Mike Wallace, the Vikings have a better secondary than you might think they have. Mike Wallace is literally only worthy in your lineup if he scores a touchdown. Last week was the first time he had over 100 yards in a game all season long. So don't look at last week to make a decision. I want you to look at the entire season, look at it as a whole, and realize that without a touchdown it's a bad situation for you. So this is not a great matchup. With that said, Jarvis Landry this guy doesn't pull big numbers on a regular basis, but if you're in a PPR league, he is worth a look. He's been averaging seven catches the past four games, and that makes him a start nice. in a PPR format. So, if, again, know your format. Landry, not awful, kind of a feasible option still for standard, but he's fantastic for PPR. So, think there. Bench, Charles Clay. The Vikings have been a nightmare <laughs> for tight ends all season long, giving up the third fewest points, so find a better option. Oh, I really like Charles I do. Clay. I like him, but it's, it's, not, it's not a good matchup. Mm, not happening. Baltimore Ravens, 9-5. and five, The Houston Texans, 7-7. Seven and seven. Ravens playing if you got him. Okay. I am doing some sleepers here. I Pseudo-sleepers. But uh, Torrey Smith, you guys, I'm going to say. It's a scary playoff <laughs> play in the playoffs. I understand that. He only had two catches for mm-hmm. 16 yards last week. Um, but I'm feeling lucky with him this week, guys. I'm saying he's a must-start against really? the Texans. Uh, I do. I keep an eye on your injury reports. If, if it's if news is coming out bad out of Baltimore, don't do it. Um, but if he's healthy and he's all a go, I'm saying I, I like me some Tory. That week. is bold. I was going to say, it. for those of you not watching on YouTube, all two of you that are watching it, um, Bran is literally holding her head like she's has a headache. She's like, oh my gosh, Tori Smith, Tori Smith. I love it. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I love it. zero he points. Is he's why I'm not in the family league. He's a, he- he's a, he's a head case. He's hot and cold. But, you know, I'm not opposed to it, Courtney. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it, Courtney. You know what? You got, it's week 16, you guys. Swing for the you fences. Know? A lot of us are just fighting to win the Constellation bracket, and I'm okay with that. Tori Smith is going to get you there, people. <laughs> Justin Forsett, he had his worst game last week. I mean, four fantasy points, just like really right at the end. But he's been fantastic all the way up. Um, This is another tough matchup for him. And he's dealing with an ankle injury that he's playing through. But, again, keep your eye on the injury report, you guys. You might need to find a backup. And uh, that's not going to be lots of fun. Warning. Baltimore's defense, you guys, I have them ranked number eight. Let's do it. I think they're going to be great this week. They had eight sacks, one interception, and a touchdown last week and only gave up 12 points. So, you know, Houston can give up some points, you know, especially with their quarterback out. It's just, come on. 
Let's have some fun here. Justin Tucker, that's a guy you can play. Seventh highest fantasy scorer this year in kickers. Do it. I got Steve Smith Sr. in gut calls. Um, he's just been a gut call all yeah. year. Up and down, great and bad. But this is supposed to be one of his good weeks. So this is supposed to be a hot week for him. Houston gives up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. So why not, guys? He's a great flex option. Joe Flacco, well, you know, he could have a nice game. He could not have are, a nice game. Are you game. liking Flacco this uh, week? It's not my favorite. No, he's no, okay. not my favorite guy uh, this week at all. Not my favorite. Oh, and Daniels, you know, tight ends. He's going back to his old team with Kubiak. And, you know, they might be making, you know, some ruckus down there. He did have nine targets last week. Um, it's not a bad tight end to pick up if you're desperate for tight ends either. Um, yeah. I don't know. Baltimore's a tough one, you guys. It's really boomer bust team for sure. Baltimore is boomer bust. Surprised that you're uh, all in on Tory. Win some, you lose some. All right. Well, to the Texans then. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm done with the Raiders. No, I think we should reflect on Tori Smith. I think one we more should time. reflect a little bit more on Tori Smith. But now Courtney's shaking her head at me. Anyway, Texans. Arian Foster. If he steps on the field, you're playing him. Period. Obviously, uh, keep an eye on him though, as he didn't practice on Wednesday. So this is probably just more kind of a vet ruling, but it's a growing injury, um, and then it's a hip injury. So just keep your eye on him to be safe. But you're playing him. Got called Texans defense. So the Texans do not actually have a great matchup this week against the Baltimore Ravens. They give the third fewest points up to defenses this year. You have been warned. With that said, I actually like the Texans this week. They've been tearing it up. And so, I mean, they get 15 points against Andrew Luck and the Colts. I'm not really too worried about Flacco and the Ravens. It's hard to. Well, Andrew Luck loves to throw interceptions in the first half of the game, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Andrew Luck was a little brutal. Handball, and in fairness, J.J. Watt has got Andrew Luck's number. He's been sacked more by J.J. Watt than any other player in the entire NFL. Literally, it's J.J. Did Watt. You... We're not on the Colts. I'll talk about Andrew Luck later. Sorry. You, you got to have an Andrew Luck moment there? You guys read, Cut it off now. You, you, you guys read the article <laughs> about um, Andrew Luck and how he congratulates people, right? I sack him? Yeah, I thought it was sweet that he congratulates people when they suck. Yeah, him. it's cute. It's yeah. sweet. But, but it also gets in their head. Good job, man. You really hit me hard. I love I'm not sure that. he's doing it to get in their head. I think he's just a nice guy. Oh, please. You think he's that guy that rocks that. the gnarliest neck beard of all time is trying to purposely get in people's heads? No way. Oh, yeah, that's what the beard's about. No way, he's a chump. I like him, but no way. Anyway, play the Texans D. I like it. All right, DeAndre Hopkins. There are a few things not working in DeAndre Hopkins' favor. First, Hopkins has a hurt ankle that you will need to check up on before thinking about playing him. He did not practice on Wednesday, so keep that in mind as well. Now, it's not time to freak out per se, but check in. Secondly, Ryan Fitzpatrick broke his leg and is out for the season. Can we discuss for a second? They're like, oh, yeah, he's not going to come back this game. And I'm like, he broke his leg. He's not coming back for the rest of the season. Hey, DeMarco broke his hand, and that man is I think a hand is a little different today. than a leg, Courtney. Well, I think it's all terrible. It's anyway, all terrible. Well, it's real bad because your options are Thad Lewis or Case Keenum. That's bad. That's true. That is really bad. So I don't love that either as far as the security with DeAndre Hopkins for you in your playoffs. I don't, I don't trust either Thad Lewis or Case Keenum to DeAndre Hopkins for your championship game. Bench Andre Johnson. You've been benching him all week. Bench him again. He did suffer concussion. But he practiced Wednesday. He cleared his test. He is fine. Uh, but the Ravens do give up the very most points to wideouts. So it could be a decent week. But again, let me repeat, Thad Lewis and Case Keenum. 
Move on. Go Baltimore's defense. Detroit Lions, 10-4. and four. It's Chicago Bears, 5-9. and nine. So now I actually have some play them if you got them, guys. Finally. Halfway through the show. Uh, Let me guess. Calvin yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Lion, Lions defense are obviously playing them. You're also playing Matt Prater. He's going to have a really great game. Now, Joyke Bell, double-digit points again, like clockwork. So, no, he didn't score. So his numbers weren't as impressive as usual. But the Bears aren't exactly a brick wall either. So I think he's going to score this week, which is going to put you back on track. Brand's just so excited to get to the Bears, I can tell. She's just pumped about it. <laughs> All right, Calvin Johnson, he's listed as questionable with his lingering ankle injury, but you can't bench Megatron if he's listed as active. You just can't. Especially, you know, with the Bears having, you know, been terrible this year, and he had 146 yards off 11 catches and two touchdowns the last time they met. So more than likely he'll be able to repeat that. Got calls Matthew Stafford. It was not a great week for Stafford. Florida only 153 yards and one touchdown. He did not look great in the red mm-hmm. zone. And he's just struggling badly, really badly. So I don't feel great about it. But then again, he is playing the Bears. And they give the second most points to quarterbacks. And he's got Megatron to connect with. So he has to at least throw a couple touchdowns, right? It's the Bears. Right. And again, I wouldn't trust him in your playoffs. But something to think about in case you're a Cutler owner and you've got no options. Tate. Golden Tate is hot and cold. He tends to be hot when Johnson is not. So if Johnson's practice seems to be limited all week, and if you're not hearing great things out of practice, then think about starting Golden Tate. Otherwise, you know, just think about that wide receiver or flex roll. Bench? Nobody. They're the Lions against the Bears. You're going for it. Yeah, you are. Why? Because the Bears are so dysfunctional. A, the Monday Night Football game was terrifying. I, I, it was awesome. It, I, I, it got so bad. <laughs> there were so many fumbles at the beginning of the game. I started laughing so hard that Carson started laughing at me laughing. I was losing my mind. I was like, this is the worst football game I've ever seen. It was seen. really bad. That's not true. I'm it was actually so comical, happy but... it happened on Monday night with Gruden announcing oh, yeah. it because Gruden is my favorite when people are playing awful. Oh, he's the best. He was losing his really? mind. Really? High school teams don't perform those <laughs> Gruden is the best when some team is playing awful. He is like oh, the best no. one of the best. Yeah. Delicious. Congratulations to your new contract, Gruden. You're amazing. I Congrats. Good money. Um, Detroit is an amazing defense. They give up the mm-hmm. fifth fewest points to quarterbacks, fifth fewest to running backs, eighth fewest to wide receivers. They do give up the 16th most to tight ends, which Martellus Bennett, I'm calling you, and uh, tied for 18th most to defenses. Why? Because Stafford struggles. But it doesn't matter. The Bears don't have a defense. And now they don't have a quarterback because Jay Cutler was benched for Jimmy Clausen. I cannot believe Jay Cutler was benched. I mean, I'm not shocked, but at the same time, like, wow. Really? You're benching him for Jimmy Clausen? You know what? He must have done something in that locker room after the game that just, that was it for Trustman. Because Trustman also doesn't seem like a spiteful guy. He's kind of quiet and unassuming. But this was straight up like, I am done. I don't even care. They're going to fire me anyway, and I just don't want to deal with you anymore. It's crazy. So um, so on that note, Matt Forte, all I could think during the game was Matt Forte deserves better. He's an amazing athlete. I adore him as a player. I cannot say – I have never led you astray with my admiration for this player, and I will not stop. However – I don't know if they're going to – they might protect him this game. So I'm actually putting Kadeem Carey in the gut calls. We didn't rank him, but now that that um, Cutler's out, I don't know if they're going to use Matt Forte as a workhorse or they might just borderline forfeit. Literally <laughs> You forfeit. think they're going to forfeit oh, no. Kadeem Carey? I think that Kadeem uh, Carey is going to get additional carries, yeah. 
I think it's going to be a blowout, and then they'll pull Forte. Three passes for 39 yards, which actually gave him, you know, some points last week. And I I don't know. I think it's a little bit crazy. Uh, Martellus Bennett's in the must-play for sure. Alshon Jeffrey wasn't a must-play, but I don't know. I don't know. I think he'll probably get a touchdown somewhere or – I don't, I'm I, nervous I for Alshon that. Jeffrey. I don't know if you'll him this week. I I cannot suggest starting anyone. And Marcus Wilson was great because he got one touchdown last week, uh, but he only had 16 yards. So um, Jimmy Clausen, it is what it is. There you go, guys. And how awful the Bears are. They're going up against the amazing Detroit yeah, defense. Yeah, the worst. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a blood It's going to be a good one. The Cleveland Browns, 7-7 seven and seven at the Carolina Panthers, 5-8-1. and one. But speaking of bad, Johnny Football started uh, last week. And I started. <laughs> oh, when are we going to stop calling him Johnny Football? Like, how many times Never. do you have to be sacked in his ass kicked before he stops being called Johnny Football? Um, oh, my God. It was so I was on, uh, you know, on the show on, on Friday at Sirius, and, and I was the only person that had any reservation about Johnny Football at all. They were telling every, like, and it wasn't just them. The whole fantasy football community was like, you have to play Johnny Football. You have to play him in daily. You have to pick him up. You got to play him. It's going to be huge. I mean, people were going crazy. And I was the only one who was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Um, a rookie quarterback is starting for the first time in a divisional game against a really good defense, and we're telling people to start him because... Absolutely not. No. I even decided to bench Josh Gordon because I don't trust him as well. And you should do that this Absolutely. week. I, no one is the, in the um, play if you got him. We have Josh Gordon ranked 24, and I think we are generous. It's because of his talent. But, you know, the, the team doesn't – they're not all about Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon also was kind of like, yeah, maybe it's good for Johnny Manziel that he gets knocked down a few pegs. I, I, I hate that situation. I don't like it at it all. It was interesting like, he said that, though. Of course. And it's like, hey, guy who smokes pot, maybe you shouldn't talk on this one. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, but like yeah. – is Josh out. Gordon really the one saying Manziel needs to get knocked down a few pegs with like how many uh, marijuana suspensions? I mean, Come on. it's 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 not very not true. Isaiah Crowell only had seven carries last week. Terrence West only had five. They they weren't even on the field enough for them to get double digit carries. They barely got right. double digit together. I can't tell you to start them, and uh, Cleveland Brown defense. I don't know. I mean, maybe. The Panthers, it depends on who the quarterback is. Even then, Derek Anderson was great last week, so I can't even say that. So everyone else is on the bench. Oh, and by the way, yeah, I mean, Billy Cundiff got cut from the team. Garrett Hartley's on the team. Sorry, go ahead. Yep, Garrett Hartley, that's right. I was going to say, I love the Cleveland Browns defense. I think they're really good, but I just think they're going to be on the field way, way too, much, too way. much to be productive for your fantasy team. So it's not my favorite play this week. Um, Carolina Panthers playing if you got them. Calvin Benjamin, you it's not going to be as easy as game, Mr. Benjamin. Hayden has been yeah. shutting down receivers this year. It is scary. Um, but, you know, he had 13 targets and over 100 yards. You cannot bench him. I know it's week 16. If you have amazing receivers, then okay. But I'm guessing you don't have four great receivers. Uh, but you have to temper Benjamin's your expectations. He's going against Hayden. You have to. Well, it's week 16. We want all of our players to get 25 points. So you still go into that mindset. But let's be honest, he's going against Hayden. He's fast. He, Hayden is beatable, you guys. Benjamin can do it. I think that he can. 
Greg Olson also is a uh, play me if you got him. Olson is the number two tight end for fantasy points this year. 13 targets last week for 110 yards. Must also, Joe Hayden's questionable with a shoulder. He'll play. So that could yeah. actually play into some of this. He'll, I forgot to mention he that. will Perfect. play, though, for sure. Yeah, he'll play, but, but he, he, Benjamin can yeah, beat him, not 100%. I think. So I, I yeah. Uh, gut calls, Cam Newton. Newton is listed as questionable after his car accident last week, you guys, but he's been practicing. Um, he's been sharing time with the backup, Derek Anderson. It's still up in the air. Um, but I have to say, if, if he's playing, I like him this week. And this is why. He, he got this, like, he got in that car accident. He came out into this press conference, and he's like, I'm alive. And I feel like that energy of him having this new outlook on life after his car flipped over four times and he was okay. Crazy. That he's going to lit it up on the field. I just feel like he's going to be like, no rules. Let's just go for it, you know? I love you think because his car got flipped over. He's got a new outlook on life. I love it. Maybe you're right. It's It's true. true. I mean, if you look at his press conferences before and then you look at his press conferences after – he like it literally is like a new person. He's just like I'm just I'm just happy to be alive. It just puts everything in perspective for me. That's what he said. He's just like this is, he's like I just I you know okay if I play next week okay if I play next year I don't care I'm alive I've got I've got air in my lungs and I'm happy to be fighting. So I mean I'm I'm into him. If he plays, I, he's got some mad energy and karma going around his body right now. I say start. I'm not so secretly Josh's- a fan of. I am not so secretly a kind of a fan of Cam Newton. Ever since the Pro Bowl, actually, he kind of changed me around. No, I like Cam. Yeah, Cam. yeah, Cam and Cam. I love that play. That play sixty commercial. Calls too. Who's in gut calls court? Stewart rushed twenty-two times. He had a tough game with two fumbles. He recovered one of them. Thank God. The damage was already done. D'Angelo is most likely coming back this week. I don't see him having a huge role. I think they're going to stick with Stewart for the majority of the matchup against Cleveland, but he is going to lose a couple touches, you guys. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, so, eh, it's not my favorite. And, uh, yeah, bench. Carolina's defense, D'Angelo. It's about that. Let's move on. Atlanta Falcons 5-9 and nine at New Orleans Saints 6-8. and eight. You've got a bit of a wide receiver problem with the Falcons. They are all hurt. All of them. I, I kid you not. So Julio Jones, he's the most beat up. Uh, the only one that's not beat up is Devin Hester. So uh, Jones looks to be most likely one to be held out. Still, with that being said, they think that he is a possibility to play this week. He's listed as day-to-day, so definitely check your reports. Roddy White, he is also injured. Held out of practice Wednesday, so check his status. If he is playing, you are going to play him. Matt Ryan, this kind of puts him in question a bit too, right? Because he should have a good week as long as you know the receiver is able to play. He was the fifth-highest-scoring quarterback last week, and he has a great matchup with the Saints. They give up the fourth-most points to opposing quarterbacks all season long. So the Falcons have something to prove as well this week, so that never hurts. Again, it's just a matter if the receivers will actually play. Harry Douglas, he is also hurt. I've got him in my gut call section. So he had 10 catches for 131 yards. He had a fantastic game, but he was out with a foot injury, and he did not practice on Wednesday. So you really can only consider him if, indeed, Jones does not play. He'll be the one to step in for that wide receiver role. But, again, look to see what Julio is going on. Steven Jackson. I actually like him a lot this week because of all the wide receiver issues. He had a bad week last week, only 46 yards off 11 carries. But this is a much better matchup. The Saints give up the fourth most points to running backs, and, again, they're going to be leaning on him because, again, we have no idea what receiver we're going to be playing. 
Devin Hester, everyone on the bench. Don't get too excited about his great game. He had 85 yards for five catches, but it's like a one-and-done thing. Don't, don't do it. Don't throw your entire championship away on Devin Hester. Yeah. You can throw it away on the Saints. Um, Atlanta is kind of like Chicago. Do whatever. Actually, you know what? They've actually gotten better. They have gotten better. They've been They've better the last the, half of the season. Yeah, they give up the most points to running backs, but only the 13th most to quarterbacks. But they do get fourth most wide receivers. I don't know. I think they have a lot of turnover people because this math doesn't work. Yeah, yeah like, it doesn't work. This yeah. is some fuzzy math <laughs> here, Brandon. Well, I think that they have quarterbacks mm. that obviously turn over the ball because otherwise that doesn't make any sense when I say it out loud. But it is true. Um, Drew Brees, go for it. Last week in a great game, 375 yards, three touchdowns, and then three carries for two yards. I just thought that was funny, so I thought I'd say it. Um, Mark Ingram. Gosh, you know, we have him ranked number nine because everyone's hurt on the planet. But he only had 59 yards last week and a touchdown. The touchdown saved him, but... Well, and the Falcons' D is really bad. They're really bad. They give up a ton of points to running backs. And he did have 17 carries, so that's a good thing. Kenny Stills, also kind of disappointing. He caught five passes, but for only 67 yards. We thought he'd be better. But you know what? That game was so freaky, I, I can't even go there. But I would still start him and Jimmy Graham. You have to. Tight ends are terrible. Regardless of the fact that, yes, that's right, Josh Hill got two touchdowns. Another ah, Chris Hill. I told you. Josh I told you. Hill. Ah. Josh Hill. He's done it before. I, and I, I always kind of bring him up on the show just because he always has weird good games. I didn't think it would be against the Bears, but, man, but it's, it was. But it's suspect, right, that Josh Hill is getting the touchdowns and not Jimmy Graham. I mean, he is hurt. So I mean, I mean he's, they're kind of sleeping in his decoy fashion. I mean, he's losing people uh, their playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I don't know. Anyway, also in the gut calls, you know, Pierre Thomas appeared in PPR League, five catches, five of five for 83 yards. You can't argue with that. He only carries the ball twice for 11 yards, so you win some, you lose some, but <laughs> something to think about. Twice and for 11. Colston, oh, it's bad. That's so bad. And, um, yeah, uh, Marcus Colson caught five passes for 65 yards and a touchdown. Better numbers than Stills, actually, but it's just really hard to trust him after the beginning of the season. But if you are desperate, Atlanta's defense is still suspect. Yeah. I can see that. Absolutely. Green Bay Packers ten and four. Tampa Bay Buccaneers two and ten, two and twelve. Excuse me. I'm gonna call this the revenge game. I know everyone's really obsessed this year about revenge games. That's why everyone was playing Chris Johnson last week because they were like, "Oh, revenge game against Tennessee," and that didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I think this is the real revenge game where Green Bay is embarrassed. Like that was not. Green so this Bay is Aaron Rodgers' way of making week. up to people. Just... Is what you're saying? And he's going up against Tampa Bay. <laughs> Um, but once again, Tampa Bay a little better than we think, but they are tied for getting the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So hopefully this will also be a revenge game for Jordy Nelson. Jordy. So yeah. uh, Aaron Rodgers was bad last week. I'm not even going to get into it, other than the fact that he has zero touchdowns, two interceptions. I can't talk about it because it lost me a championship round, but that's okay. It is it what it is. You bad. and Jamal Charles. <laughs> mm. uh, that Jordy is a really Nelson, brutal uh, duo. Oh. I, there was no way I could win. It was just no. like, goodbye, team, goodbye. Uh, Jordy Nelson caught five of his passes, but he dropped a huge one, and it was only for 55 yards total, and the huge drop was maybe the number one clip that everyone played over and over again from last week. Sorry, Jordy. Randall Cobb still, though, 96 yards. Can't argue with that. And Eddie Lacy. I hope, you know, you guys, when we say things like, if he plays, play him, we mean it. He only has... Um, 15 carries, but he doesn't get that many more carries when he's healthy. So we, we knew that if he was playing that he would be good. He was good. 
97 yards at a touchdown. He also caught two passes for 11 yards. Just tack it on. He's probable due to an eye issue. That's right. He now has an eye issue. He has an eye issue. Don't freak out, Clam. Yeah, yes. I don't even know what that means, but it's true. You want to play the kicker, play the defense. You play everybody except for Devontae Adams, James Starks, and Andrew Corliss. Everyone else you can play. Wow. I'm not sure I've ever seen eye injury listed on the injury report. Yeah, it's a good one. It's It's a a new new one. one. It's a new one. Sounds like something Belichick would throw up. Bucks. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound like Belichick. Mike Evans and Vincent Jackson. I am playing both of them this week, interestingly enough. So for two totally different reasons. You've got Evans, who is your end zone guy, right? So he had... He's not had more than 49 yards in a game since week 12. That is a problem. But he's also had four touchdowns in four weeks. So he is the one that's targeting the end zone, whereas Vincent Jackson has now become the yardage guy. So as of recently, at 115 yards two weeks ago and 70 yards last week. So while he's not finding the end zone, there's a lot of receivers out there that are doing a lot worse, to be honest with you. And the Packers give up the ninth most points to wideouts. So I think it could be actually kind of an interesting week for Vincent Jackson. Again, think wide receiver three here. Gut calls, Doug Martin. I'm really taking crazy pills on this one because you know my dislike for Doug Martin. No one else is available. That's my thing. You there have is no to play one Doug else Martin. available. Exactly. He's an interesting play because the Packers are middle of the pack kind of rush defense. And, you know, he's been doing okay minus the Lions game. And as we said, the Lions defense is incredibly good. So kind of rule that one out a bit. You know, and if you're a DeMarco Murray owner, you never know. Then again, he was practicing today, which is also very weird. But it's something to think about for the fact that we have a lot of running backs that are injured right now. So, Doug Martin, think about it. Bench, Josh McCown, you know better. You're not going to trust your championship to Josh McCown. You know, it's not a good matchup. It's not a bad matchup. But I think there's better people out there, like Alex Smith. <laughs> I'll get to Alex Smith later. Gross. All right. Well, let's get to it now, Ashley. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs, 8-6 and six at Pittsburgh Steelers, 9-5. and five. So you're playing Jamal Charles, obviously. He went out last game with a <sighs> knee-slash-ankle injury. He did not return. Um, but that was partially because the Chiefs were winning and they didn't want to risk it, and I get that. And Niall Davis was doing great. He was limited in practice, so keep your eye on him. He's listed as questionable. If I had to guess, I'm going to say he's going to play, but that brings me kind of my gut calls between Niall Davis. He's a good handcuff this week, so... Like we were talking before, and you got these players that you've never, ever played in your starting lineup. Why are you still holding on to them? Do something better for yourself and secure yourself with a handcuff to a player that is questionable. That is a much smarter move than keeping, you know, Andre Johnson on your bench all week. Goodbye. Yeah. Now, I also have Travis Kelsey as a must-start. As I said last week, you know, he gets as close as it comes for a tight end to actually be a must-start. It's hard for me to say any tight end is a must-start because they're all terrible. But... You know, he was the seventh highest scoring tight end last week with 59 yards off five catches, and he scored a touchdown. And he is Alex Smith's only target in the end zone, as a wide receiver has still not scored a touchdown with the Chiefs. They got to clap. That's really impressive. That's right. That's really impressive. To still win eight games without one receiver. Not one receiver. Not one. touchdown pass. It's, it's really good. It's, it's good. crazy. It's really good. But with that said, I'm actually going to say Alex Smith is a gut call for Jay Cutler owners out there. I'm saying it. So with Cutler getting the bench, I think Alex Smith is a much better option than Clawson. 
He's more tried and true. And he's got a really good matchup this week. Clearly. <laughs> some people like to handcuff. Better option than Clawson. But some people crazy. just automatically handcuff themselves, which is crazy, right? So you've got Alex Smith out there who's not owned practically in any ESPN leagues, period. And the Steelers give the six most points to opposing quarterbacks. And he was the fourth highest scoring quarterback last week. And he's probably going to have to throw more than usual depending on Charles' status. So think Alex Smith if you are a Jay Cutler owner. Again, bench, everybody else, and obviously all the wide receivers. Steelers. On to them. Ben Roethlisberger. On paper, this is not the best matchup for him, which is upsetting because I'm, like, riding the whole Steelers team to the championship, so it's a little upsetting. But the Chiefs actually have the eighth fewest points to quarterbacks, so this isn't going to be a cakewalk with him. But then again, he does have Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. So how bad can it be? Can't be bad. Right? Seriously. The Chiefs are the Chiefs beatable. Are beatable. The the, they're be beatable. They're fine. You ride them, you guys. You got, you got, as I say, you got to stick with your guys. Stick with them. I mean, maybe temper your expectations a little bit, but it's got Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. It's going to be okay. With that said, you're obviously playing Le'Veon Bell. Come on now. You're not even thinking about benching him. That is crazy. The Chiefs give the 10th fewest points, but that shouldn't concern you. He's like whatever second leading rusher in the league right now. Same goes for Antonio <laughs> Brown. So, you know, some guys, you, don't, you literally do not even look at your matchups. It's the same situation with Antonio Brown. Don't even bother looking. You're playing him. You're playing him, period. Gut calls. Heath Miller. Keep riding the train, my friends. Love him. Love him. As we mentioned last week, he was not supposed to be a great matchup. But, you know, he's kind of was playing hot at the moment. And he did okay again last week. 68 yards off 48 catches. Sorry, four catches. Uh, you know, and he's been consistent the past four games. So keep, keep with him. I like Heath. And then bench Marcus Sweet and Martavis Bryant. This is the case where you do look at the matchups. And the Chiefs give the 11th fewest points to wide receivers. So I don't like either of these guys. Wheaton scored the most last week, you know, with six points. But that's not going to cut it for you. So I think you should stay away from them. Okay. Yeah. Like it. Like it. Uh, just so everybody knows that is watching us on YouTube, I'm the timekeeper. And that is why I'm stressed. <laughs> my head is hold. I'm holding my head because we're running really long and nobody's listening to me on my messages. But I'm sorry, quick. I'm not putting up. I'm not putting up my best face. <laughs> uh, we got the New England Patriots 11 and three, the New York Jets three and 11. This is my favorite game of the year. Brandon knows that. I love this game. It's my faves. Uh, this will be quick because play him if you got him. The whole team, you guys, for the Patriots. Yep. Just do it already. Just put them all in your lineups. Ash has been riding Pittsburgh. You guys just ride the Patriots. Rob Gronkowski, number one. New England's defense, number one. Tom Brady, number two. Julian Edelman, okay. He's number 18. It's kind of crazy, but we're talking wide receivers here. Um, and Brandon LaFell, 25. Come on, you guys. LaFell continues to be listed as questionable yeah. questionable with the same shoulder injury, but he's playing through it. He's going to play. The Jets give up the 12th most fantasy points to wide receivers. We're fine. So you, li- you like LaFell. I double-digit targets. I do like LaFell. Yeah, he's in my play him if you got him. So I'm thinking you do it. I'm having number, ranked number 25, mm-hmm. so we're playing him. Um, yeah, Edelman's been in double-digit targets for the last four games. Guys, that's not a lie. He's, He's found the end zone in the last two games. He's a huge part of the offense lately. Yes, he suffered a concussion last week, but he did participate in practice today. As soon as he gets cleared, you guys, you're going to play him. Must start. Steven Goskowski. Duh. Uh, I love it. Three out of the last four weeks, Goskowski has scored exactly 11 fantasy points. That's, you know, that's what I'm into. 
Um, gut calls none. You're either playing or you're not. Bench warmers, all the running backs, you guys. Belichick, he's crazy. It's so unpredictable. I'm not even going to start with how Vereen actually played. and So frustrating, great. right? Got off the bench. It's just whatever. I don't draft him. Next year you'll know better. If you have him, <laughs> good luck. Next Jets. year you'll know better. <laughs> All right. The Jets, it's it's almost the opposite analysis. Where uh, playing with Gums, none. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> um, we're going to put gut calls. Chris Ivory, he's probable with a shoulder, but last week, eight fantasy points. No one catches balls, by the way. No one catches passes if you're running back for whatever reason in Jets land. So then Chris Johnson had 5.5 points on 10 carries. Once again, splitting carries. Um, And then Eric Decker, once again, the tragedy of the 2014 season is that he's a Jet because, once again, caught seven of his 11 passes for 100 yards. So So he had a good game. Yeah, of course. And and that's the tippity-top. Like to throw a touchdown in there, but we just can't do it because he's on the Jets. <laughs> so, uh, bench warmers is everyone else, and uh, Percy Harvin's questionable with an ankle. Jason Morrow's probable with a concussion. Jeff Cumberland's probable with a finger. You're not, not going to play any of them anyway. Bam, Brandon. Thank you very much, and that's why you're my favorite oh. sister. Boom. That's me. Sunday afternoon games. Yes, we're just now getting there. New York Giants five and nine. St. Louis Rams. Six and eight. Play him if you got him. Odell Beckham Jr. He's really fighting for that rookie of the year. ODB. I mean, yeah. he is just exploding. Is it, 15 yeah, wow. targets. I mean, what? He only had 19 fantasy points two weeks ago with 15 targets. Unlike on last Sunday when he had 30 fantasy points. He is crazy mustard. I got nervous you were yeah. going to beat me with you him, Giants by the way. defense. I got, I got yeah, real right, nervous. Whatever. Oh, wow. You just totally <laughs> threw the most condescending bone. No, because, no, because yeah. we, Courtney and I were yeah. really Again, close for a Brandon, while. Brandon, favorite sister. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad I beat you two weeks in a row. Giants defense, you guys. I love the Giants defense this, year, this week. If you stream defenses, pick them up. They've been gold the last three weeks. This is an easy team. Um, the Rams are totally beatable. They give the third most fancy points to defenses, you guys. The Giants are in. Good calls. Andre Williams and Rashad Jennings. Uh, Jennings did not practice on Wednesday. It doesn't look good for him next week. Um, even if he does play, you guys, he's still probably going to be limited, which means you got Andre Williams. Um, and Andre Williams is just an okay play. He has a big game, but then usually he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 18 attempts for 44 yards and nine yards receiving. So Pitts, or St. Louis is great against the run, so not my favorite play this week on the bench Eli goodbye just love him he's sweet I'm sure he's gonna get plenty of touchdowns with ODB and yards but he's gonna get plenty of turnovers with the St. Louis Rams not my favorite Larry Donnell oh I remember when I used to have you and play him if you got him oh how the tables have turned ranked number 22 don't do it bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye I like when it just says Eli and that's it that's the full analysis on why he's on the bench yeah. Eli. I don't like even saying his last name and comparing him <laughs> to others, if you know what I'm saying. Well, the Rams will be quick, Courtney, so you're welcome for that. <gasps> yeah. Ram, you're playing Please. the Rams defense. Why? Because, Cor- as Courtney said, Eli Manning. <laughs> he had a good game last week, but nonetheless, yeah, the Rams, 
they're really good. And, you know, the Giants aren't exactly stingy when it comes to turnovers. So I like them a lot this week. Gut calls, I have nobody in my gut calls. And then my bench, Trey Mason. I promise you I am not a hater. I'm just right. Mason hasn't done well the past couple of weeks, and he has still <laughs> been getting the bulk of the carries. He is still their guy, but that does not mean he should be your guy in your lineup, at least not this week. The Giants line has really stepped up their game the past few weeks, and Mason has proved that he does not stack up well against some of the better-than-average lines, like the Redskins and the Cardinals. He had really bad games. So save yourself the heartache and find another option. And then everybody else. Done, Courtney. Boom. Everybody else. Thank You're you, for Ashley. Appreciate you. you greatly. Let's move into the Buffalo Bills, eight and six, against the Oakland Raiders, two and twelve. Well, let's talk about the fact that they give up the second most points to running backs. They meaning Oakland, and the third fewest points to wide receivers. So we'll just start with that fact and move from there. Which is, you start the Buffalo Bills defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Buffalo Bills defense might be available in your league because they played the Broncos and Green Bay. And so people were like, oh, they'll get negative points against those teams. They didn't. And they may be available. So run to your little computer right now. Make sure that they're not there. Because if they're there, get the you got to get them right now. I don't care who you need to drop. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Alan Hearns. So, um, Fred Jackson, we haven't played him if you got him. Why? Because Oakland gives up a lot of points to running backs, and he's feisty. C.J. Spiller is possibly back this week, although it is still up in the air. So, um, just putting that out there. But that does mean, once again, we don't need to talk about Booby and Bryce. I don't like C.J. this week at all. I don't like it. No, but I do like Fred Jackson. And uh, I also would start Dan Carpenter because I think they're going to get some points. Mm -hmm. And got calls, all the wide receivers and tight ends. Um, I don't like any of them, including Sammy Watkins. Where did he go? Goodbye, Sammy Watkins. Yep. He caught one of six targets for 28 yards last week. But Kyle Orton, to be him. fair, is also not playing at his Sammy best. Watkins is the reason why I, was I, say, it's, it's like, I feel like it's a Kyle Orton issue second. more so than a Sammy Watkins issue. Yeah, right, but still. No, it's One of six. Is, yeah, it's just both. a bad combo. They're just having a weird energy right now. Uh, Kyle Orton only had three fantasy points. Um <laughs> Like Colin Kaepernick numbers there. I just can't believe that a quarterback with three fantasy points beat Aaron Rodgers. Just blows my mind. Um, But, yeah, Scott Chandler, (laughs) though, if you're in, like, a league where you're like, eh, really, I don't know. It's a thing. I'm done. I like Scott Chandler, too, but I always kind of like Scott Chandler. I I do always like Scott Chandler. I do. I'm kind of into it. Uh, the Raiders play him if you got him. Nobody. Buffalo. Oh my God, this game is gonna get ugly really oh. fast. I have a feeling. Buffalo gives up the second fewest points to quarterbacks, the eighth fewest to running backs, the eleventh fewest oh. wide receivers, mm-hmm. the absolute fewest to tight ends. You guys, there is a hope. They give up the thirteenth most to kickers. Kickers matter. That's it, you guys. So if you want, <laughs> if you want to play Sebastian, Sebastian. There you Only go. Only option for the Raiders this week? Somebody. I like it. Somebody. That's because no one can score guys. on them. So the only way that they can get points is kicking field goals. Yeah, it's true. It's right. True. I mean. It's pretty impressive. If the Raiders win, it's going to be like 15 to 14. And it's going to be all field goals. I mean, just like crazy town. Yeah. Sebastian's going to like light it up. <laughs> um, 
But the way they're going to get down the field to let Sebastian kick those field goals, I guess, is Latavius Murray. He's clearly become the number one back there in Oakland. I don't know how, and he's fighting against Darren McFadden and Maurice Jones-Drew, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, they're just not using him enough. To be honest, they only ran 12 times. That's just not enough for us to look at him fantasy-wise as your number two running back. As a flex, totally. I'm cool with it. If you need to go there, fine. But again, they give up the eighth fewest to running backs. So it's not my favorite matchup for him. Um, And another tight end that I just love and I can't get out of my head, Rivera, you guys. This is another really bad matchup. But he saw 12 targets last week. Can't argue with that. 12. You can't, like... I'm, I'm sorry, it's 12. Tight ends are awful. So, you know, bam. Bench warmers, everybody else on Oakland. Yeah. It's going to be a Buffalo defense kind of day. Um, Indianapolis Colts, 10-4 and four against the Dallas Cowboys, 10-4. and four. I'm excited for this anybody? game. Game, game of, of the, the week, week, for sure. If this isn't a fantasy orgy, <sighs> I am giving up on the season 2014. I know it's <laughs> week 16, so it's easy to say, but seriously. This is crazy. I mean, this should be a shootout. You're playing Andrew Luck. He did his dirty last week. We're over it. We're moving mm-hmm. on. We're going to have a great week this week, Luck. No more turnovers. Oh, okay, geez. one. We'll do one. That's, that's, that's it. That's crazy. You don't think he's going to get a single it. turnover? I think no. It's part of his thing. He gets. I think he gets into the guy's heads. The, like, oh, yeah. Oh, God. He fumbled the ball. Oh, you're getting me good. And then, bam, he throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Whatever. I'm done with it, Luck. It's messing with my head as a fantasy owner. I can't do it. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton. Um, keep watching the injury report, you guys, with Hilton. He messed up his hamstring. He's yet to practice. Yeah. They say he's good to go, but this won't be an easy matchup. Dallas is pretty good defending the receivers, and if Hilton's messed up, there's only one person who's going to benefit from that, you guys. It's not Richie Wayne. It's Dante Monfils. I've got him in gut calls, but if Hilton, it's not looking good for him, guys, coming out of Indy. Then Moncrief. Moncrief is a great play. You can get him cheap and probably in daily. Um, I'm into him, so watch the injury report big time for him. Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener, you guys, I have them both in must Yes. Both of them. Let's do it. I see both of them getting like over that. 50 yards and a touchdown. I like it. I'm saying do it. They're going to be a huge part of the offense this week. Dallas is very weak against tight ends. and they've got. If you had to choose one, so, which would it be, Court? Uh, Allen? I don't know. This is a, that's a tough one because I feel like Dwayne Allen's the better tight end. Kobe Fleener is kind of a little bit of an airhead um, to me. So I would probably pick Dwayne Allen, but it's still early from his return. So we'll see. I would encourage you to Google Kobe Fleener's drops. Don't, don't, do <laughs> don't, don't do it before you play Don't do that. And then do it once he drops two yeah. more times. Do, but do it for comedy later. Later. It is. He's it's so. It's bad. So His drops are bad. Drops. They're real bad. They're I they're know, comical. They're so bad. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Stop it, you guys. It's not nice. Um, I'm sure he's a fabulous person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel sure Heron. His drops are uh, I have him in gut calls as well. Heron is still splitting the carries with Richardson, uh, which is crazy because he's yeah. clearly the better back. But until he can bust through that seven point running back, I mean, it's hard. Only you know how desperate you are. There are worse options than Heron. So, I mean, for sure, with so many running backs out, but he's definitely my gut call kind of guy. And on my bench, Reggie Wayne. 
Indianapolis defense. It's the Cowboys, you guys. And let's talk about those Cowboys. Tony Romo has had 20 fantasy points or more in four of his last five starts. Shootout, you guys. This is going to be a shootout. He's going to have a good time. Des Bryant. This is not of the perfect matchup for Des, but you never put Des on the bench, people. No. Or in the corner. No baby in the corner. Yeah. No Des on the bench. It's a must start, you guys. Des. He had a good week. Uh, Jason Witten. Witten was targeted two more times than Des last week, you guys. He is part of this offense, whether we like him or not. We're starting him. They yeah. get the fifth most fantasy points to tight ends. It's just the reality of it. Okay, now let's get into it. DeMarco Murray. Everybody has questions about Murray. I'm not his doctor. Stop asking me. This is what I've got for you right now, all right? Murray broke his hand and got surgery. So he already had uh, surgery, and he practiced today. But he practiced. I don't care it's crazy. what you think of the Cowboys. Murray is a freak. Amazing. No. I love him. No. Jerry Jones uh, But that doesn't mean that he's going. That doesn't mean he's going to play on Sunday, you guys. They want to win the Super Bowl. So I'm just saying, yeah, he's practicing. He's a freak. Um, but he still isn't questionable. If he plays, you have to start Murray. I mean, because it's one of these Eddie Lacy things. Well, we'll see maybe limited, and then he, you know, still blows up. You have to play him. But if he's not playing, or if they say specifically he's going to be very limited, um, Joseph Randall, I think, is the guy. That's the one that they're saying out of camp is going to be the one you want to pick up and play. And I would play him. The Colts give up the yeah. seventh most fantasy points to running backs, you guys. So Joseph Randall is the one. Got calls, Cole Beasley, um, Dan Bailey. And my bench warmers, Terrence Williams, Dallas defense. No defenses in this game, guys. It's not fantasy golden defenses. Let's move on. Sunday night football. Ooh, this is going to be a good (laughs) one. Seattle Seahawks 10-4 at the Arizona Cardinals 11-3. So covering the Seattle Seahawks is one of the more mundane things that I do with my week. Because it's just very simple. (laughs) First of all, I will say that Russell Wilson was nominated for the Walter Payton Award, Man of the Year. Uh, he switched agents because he's looking to sign a new contract, so I don't know if that's a good or bad sign. Yeah. Hmm. I just, I don't know what's going on with Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson was, huh? Hey, I sorry about that divorce in, in February, but you get the Man year. of the Year, so take that, man. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Bam. I, I do think, Plus, Brandon, that bam. we should require Courtney to have to cover the Seahawks next year. Because it's painful. And we've each had to do it for it's, a year. It's an experience. It's an experience, for <laughs> it's sure. So um, awful. <laughs> last week, he wasn't great because he went up against San Francisco, which it was a tough matchup. And he just didn't have to do anything. He only had 12 completions for 168 yards. They just they didn't care. I mean, he did score a touchdown at least. But they were playing San Francisco. And San Francisco beat themselves. So they just kind of let them. Um, hands off. It is what it is. But I would look for a bounce back this week. I think he's trying to prove something. Um, and then Marshawn Lynch, always, you start Marshawn Lynch. He's always going to be probable with a back. Ends up he has back problems. So, don't worry. <laughs> Steven Hauschka, always. Seattle defense, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially against a Ryan Lindley-led yeah. offense. And, and you know what? Bruce Arians, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about anyone else getting coach of the year at this point. Well, I just don't want to do Patton that. Was, Patton, Patton was close, and then now it's like... And then mm, it just went Yeah, I agree. But, uh, yeah, got calls, none, because everyone else is on the bench, you guys. There's no one else there. I will give out a shout-out, though, because I do this for my dad, to Paul Richardson, who scored a touchdown. Yeah, Paul Richardson did score a touchdown. Season. Buff. Yeah, o- 
Only one of the season, and he's never gone over 33 yards, but he did <laughs> score a touchdown. Yeah. Congratulations. You're, go not, you're not playing him. Go, go see you. Go the Buffs. woo Cardinals, 11-3. and Yeah. Let the winning end. This is going to be brutal. Hmm. Play me if you got him, you guys. I've got nobody. <laughs> Our two, number two quarterback went out now, and we have Ryan Lindell. Lindley, excuse me. Uh, And that, we ranked him so nicely at 32nd. (laughs) We're only 32 quarterbacks um, that we know of are going to be starting. Against Seattle, uh, too. It's like the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. It's like, oh, man. It's like that's not going to build his self-confidence regardless. I mean, he's he's probably going to the playoffs and – this is not the way you want to start. Um, but, yeah, you guys, and therefore, I really don't trust anybody on the Cardinals. Even the defense, again, this is going to be another Arizona defense going to be on the field all the time. And I just yeah. am not – they're just going to get beat up because they're going to be playing way too many minutes. So I have Arizona's defense in gut calls. I have bench warmers, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, and John Brown. I rank them all together because all together for me, they are um, not worthy to play. And the same thing with the running backs, you guys. Uh, Taylor, Williams, eh, like, uh, there's just better options out there with better matchups. I'm sorry that the my coverage is not good on them, but, you know, I hope they win. But fantasy, it's not going to be winning for you, Apple. No. 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 Let's get to some games that we can win our fantasy leagues in, shall we? Well, one last game. Monday night football. Denver Broncos, 11-3. The Cincinnati Bengals, 9-4-1. I'm a little nervous about this game, to be honest with you. As a Broncos fan. As a Broncos fan, I am nervous about this game. But playing if you got him, CJ Anderson. You were playing him. The reason him more and more, he's an obvious one. Peyton Manning. So you are starting Peyton Manning, but I do want to temper your expectations here. He has not the best luck recently with a gnarly stomach flu, and then he has some random thigh injury. I do think Peyton will be... It's called a shoulder injury is what it's called. It's called all called a shoulder uh... injury. And they're not you saying You think I'll play a little decoy on that one? Absolutely. It was a thigh injury. That's why. Come on. He wasn't limping. It's not It's not great. I mean... Something's up. He's, like, holding his arm, and they're like, ugh, upper ankle sprain. Please. High, high Please. ankle sprain. No. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they're going to play all out, though, to the end of that season, because they need that bye week. They do. They need it, and they need Denver it to not going be in New England. Mm, I mean, so... Good luck with that. New England's playing the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's sad, but true. I don't know. I think I know. I think oh, Peyton man. will bounce back a bit this week. Sure. I I think we saw some glimmers of it last week, despite him being under the weather. Um, you know. But with that said, the Bengals are tough. They give up the six fewest points. So expect mid to high teens for Peyton this week. It's not. It's not a great matchup. They got. They got a nice uptick though, because they went against Johnny Football last week. So just putting that out there as far as their sure. stats. Yeah. Uh, well, true. that's yeah. Johnny Football definitely padded the Bengals' stats last week. I could sure. have sacked Johnny Menzel last Sunday. <laughs> I love that Gruden calls Peyton Manning the sheriff. Oh yeah, it's a nickname. Yeah, I just like love that. This is our this Gruden show on Monday night. Corinne just loves Gruden. 
Love Gruden. I've always loved Gruden. I was a Gruden fan when I was, like, in fifth grade or whatever. I always found him very attractive, to be honest. I loved his angry face. So, like, I don't know, got me going. Um, not in fifth grade, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just a Gruden fan. I you just did. love him. He that just, is like, so disturbing. No, that she liked him when he was a Raiders like, coach, even. She did. He was, he oh was your God, George Oh, my God, I loved Clooney. him for the Raiders. Okay. I loved him for the Raiders. All right. I love it. It's my new favorite thing. <laughs> anyway, um, Demarius Thomas. You're playing Demarius Thomas as well. So Payne has to throw the ball to somebody, and clearly Demarius is his guy. It's kind of his comfort zone. We saw that last week. That was pretty evident. So, And he's a top receiver in the league. You can't bench him. You're not benching again your stars in the championship. Don't be stupid. You have to play them. I will say my gut calls Emmanuel Sanders. I'm feeling a little uneasy about him. I think it's worth a second thought. So the past three weeks, he's only scored in standard formats seven, six, and five points. And the Broncos' offense, as we clearly have stated, has not been as explosive. Explosive, And Sanders has been getting laid out on the field by defenders all over the place. They are purposely trying to hurt him. So I don't love it. And the Bengals give up the second fewest points to receivers, which also doesn't make me feel great. So I would say think of him more in that flex role. I think you maybe got a few better matchups in the wide receiver position. But then again, you may not. It's, a rough, it's really kind of a rough week for matchups across the board the top players julius thomas it's been a nightmare it is, it is a nightmare this week it's not a favorable championship week at all and neither is julius thomas this week he did not exactly come back guns ablazing though did he from that injury no 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 and the Bengals have not been giving up touchdowns as of late to tight ends so i'm gonna say it go get heath miller instead of julius thomas this week <gasps> oh. mm-hmm. i'm saying it I would play Heath over Julius, unquestionably. You're mean. Not mean, it's honest. (laughs) (laughs) I will say Broncos defense I have in my gut calls. So, you know, the Broncos seem to step up their game against teams that they really shouldn't play that well against. And, they, you know, add the fact that Chris Harris Jr. just signed a big contract, you know, and it's Andy Dalton. He's good for at least one turnover. At least, right? So, I like the Broncos' defense. My bench is Wes Walker because you've been benching him all season. You're going to continue to bench him. He's Wes Walker. This week is no different. Can't do it. Oh, Walker. Oh, What happened, buddy? All right, you guys. The Cincinnati Bengals. Play him if you got him because you have to, people. Right here. A.J. Green. Well, that was a good time last week with those four fantasy points. Awesome. (laughs) Ouch. Um, but guys, it's green. And it's not the best matchup. He's going to be going against Tlaib and Harris. And it's going to be, you know, not uh, not a 20-point fantasy game, guys. But you're going to play A.J. Green. Jeremy Hill, I told you they were going to pick one running back. I said, I feel good about Hill. He's going to be the one. And sure enough, that man exploded so last week. Call. So right, Courtney, on that one. Yeah, I and again, to too. Tough. Thank you. Winning. You're Winning. Welcome. Dad's not happy. Um, no. This <laughs> is um, a really tough matchup. You know, they're not, you know, Denver's really good at stopping the run, but they've got two of them. And Bernard is nothing to pretend like he's not a player. He is amazing, too. Um, but Hill sees the touches and he's, he's more productive. So Hill for sure. Bernard's in gut calls. Still possible, guys. I'm not upset if you play with him in a flex spot. 
Um, bench warmers, Andy Dalton. It's Dalton. Although it is a favorable matchup for him, it's still Dalton, you guys. You can't do it. Nope. Mohamed Sanu. That's one of my saddest stories of 2014. And the Cincinnati's defense, you guys, you can't start them against the Broncos. I mean, maybe if it's Brock Osweiler, but hold back. It's not going to be, okay? Uh, we're not playing the Cincinnati defense. It's week 16. Guys, it's playoffs. You're going to do great. We have faith in you. It's going to be a crazy week. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. But good luck. Make sure to hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com and check out our rankings and posts. Um, you can chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. Good luck, everybody. Until next time, no more faking it. Thank <laughs> you.